Hey Liz. Hi Nat, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. We're in your other space today. Yes, we're in the other space because it's um, a bit busy. Yes. Yeah, because everyone, um, uh, this is the little space, everyone needs a last minute meeting at this time of year so the phone is ringing off the hook so we're in the we've got one hour before the the whole thing fills up so we (laughs) thankfully this is only half an hour so yes yeah we'll we'll get there we'll definitely get there so how have you been? Yeah, Sounds good. like a busy couple of weeks. You were just saying before we, we started recording that you know it's almost the end of the year when... Yeah, so <laughs> yesterday I went into the office to unlock and the digital lock had um, crapped itself. There's really no other way to explain it. So I had to get the locksmith in. And I stood at the door just thinking, I could just actually burst into tears now and have a good cry. And normally that wouldn't bother me, but that's when you know you're... Out of yes. gas. Yes. Out of gas. Literally so. at the end of your tether when the smallest yeah. thing just tips you over the edge. Absolutely. I have been known to have been presented with a situation where I, I think I may have cried myself <laughs> like that. So <laughs> It doesn't do I much. hear your sister. And, you know, we, um, we talked a lot about the... Uh, the um, ash haze and mm. smoke that's been it's in Sydney. Worse, I think yesterday I was apparently Horrendous. the worst ever. My inter- thirty-four cigarettes a day, apparently. But yeah, and I Are you feeling it. Well, I, I have constant like chest. Mm. Feels like there's ash in Do my you chest. Have asthma or any I don't. Yeah. But I went out yesterday and my entire washing load was covered in black oh, ash. I've been keeping my washing inside. I'm it's, just going I can't into that. Believe that. So I've got a photo. We'll post it of what I picked up in about one minute off my backyard back porch can, of huge of chunks of I know, ash. It's crazy. So yes, that was a shock out. But one of the, I mean, it's terrible. It must be shocking if you're in the right oh, in the fire zone, especially down south. I saw something uh, online and just of this fireman. I'll, I'll try and see if we can reshare it. But it's um, a fireman just taking footage of a fire that they're seeming to get under control and within seconds it blows out of control and they all have to run oh, for their lives literally i mean the whole and it's just tinder dry it it's is. just tinder dry everywhere so you know like we were saying last time you know the whole sort of feeling the incredible i guess sadness but also somehow it's just it's quite depressing with climate change and all the issues that are going on but we thought we'd do a positive spin yes on a serious problem on a serious problem yeah and it's really interesting so we both came and sat down today because you know we planned so carefully and the three minutes before the potty that we (laughs) we do write notes we do no no that's true that's an exaggeration i was going to say we we don't we're not flippant we're not flippant out of the bubble but we had a little telepathic moment and we'd both come with the same idea about what we had been thinking about in terms of positive change yes and so what have you done this week now so um look i think it's it's not just this week i think it's just been my overall sort of direction over the last few not even last years quite a number of years around how to become more sustainable in uh, my home uh, with kids in day to day and I mean like for example you told me to meet you here running a little late grab a coffee and I thought in my head I literally went through this process of oh I could go to the cafe and grab takeaway cups I might really don't want to do that came upstairs milk was off in the fridge no offense um, <laughs> it's definitely off. the definitely long life milk yeah it was definitely not live time to move on um, and I went oh those mugs oh I'll grab the mugs and go to the cafe so it wasn't about convenience and it did take me a little bit but I would rather not have a cap coffee then yes. have a disposable so that's taken me a while to get to but then because you don't always have a keep cup on you yeah but then um but so we had a beautiful coffee in a, a thin mug so it's it's about that sort of mental process so i found some really great apps that i thought yes. i'd share with okay. everyone 
So one is called Recycle Smart, and it links to every council in Australia. And it's about how to recycle everyday stuff in your home. So some of it talks about, like in my council, you can put compost into the green bin. In other um, councils, you can't, but in my council, you can. Um, things like what to do with coat hangers, batteries, um, toothbrushes, um, toothpaste, uh, can, like tubes, like things that you often would throw away. And did you know batteries are actually totally recyclable? Really? Yeah. Eyewear, glasses. Oh my God. Specsavers. Yeah, they've got a recycling program. So you can type in um, based on your council, but I, I like Randwick Council, are particularly one of the best in this They're area. Terrific, yeah. So I usually go to Randwick Council and see because they suggest things in that um, municipality and it's really not that far for me. So I just have a look what shops are involved. And then there's another one called um, terracycle.com.au. And uh, by the way, we'll pop everything in the show notes. And that's not an app, that's just a website. And you literally can type in um, all the various odd things that you might want to recycle or dispose of thoughtfully. Um, and, um, and you can do so and it tells you how to do it. So there's a lot of shops uh, involved now more and more with recycling products. Like I said, with Specsavers, I had a few glasses um, that I wear, that, like literal reading glasses that I was like from 10 years ago that I went through a cleanup. Mm. I'm like, well, what do I do with this? How do I, I don't want to throw them away. They're perfectly fine. I just don't particularly like them. And then you can give it in there. So there's all these really interesting, yeah. so it's about being thoughtful always been composting or not always quite recently um particularly in my local community garden okay yes. and actually on that so i went to this really interesting we had a what was it called the grow it local festival yep. so the guys who do the garage sale trail the two guys from bondi started off with okay. the street doing garage sale and then it went across australia um now they've set up grow it local and um they had a garden to table so it was all about how to grow all your produce that you might want to eat and so um that was really cool they had paul west there from the yep. little river cottage something yes yeah i have a cottage yeah. yes that one cottage Australia. um bought the book it's really great so it talks about how to do that and they've got composting at this garden down the end of my street they've got chickens Aww. and you can grab fresh eggs and they've got a bee farm and like it's really beautiful it's getting the kids Involved, involved yeah from um, kids from the city yeah and like other stuff like just with the kids like school lunches so i've got little containers so i buy big packets of whatever and then i give them pretzels and snacks in the containers which as they get older returning more and more yes yeah, so they're getting better at and it, the yeah. plastic the soft plastic that it comes in i then whack into the recycling bin at all these yes exactly yep and that even just pulling out the oh, soft plastics makes, a, makes huge a huge difference, difference. in your so volume we've got a little bin in the um kitchen coupled with a recycling like glass and hard plastic and then a soft plastic and if we do two small bins a week i'm surprised now. right that's okay. how much we've managed wow, that's to reduce. amazing yeah and even kitty litter I found a compostable kitty litter wow. made out of paper. That's amazing. So I whack it in the compost. I mean, okay. take out all the bits and pieces. Yeah. But yeah, so there's so many things. You just got to look. Yes, yeah. You just got to look. And it's about just not focusing on the shortest possible time between one thing and the other. No. I mean, it's just if it takes you... Because I think too with the coffee... You know, we talked about cat and cow. We'll yes, give them the another cafe. shout yeah. out. The, the waste free, waste hubby. free cafe. Love and it. I drink um, piglows, yep. so it's a little coffee. <laughs> if I don't have a keep cup with me, yep. um, I now just think 
sit down. It literally is yeah. one minute. Go I can Italian. sit. Go, go Italian. Italian. <laughs> go in. Smash it down. The Italians don't have takeaway cups. No. Do they? Maybe they do I now. But haven't been there for a while. No. But but you just go in. We you drink go. it and you go. You went in. We need to go for a fact find. Well, I must say, the areas where I got, or the places I got lots of like info from was Plastic Free July. Their website is amazing. Really? It's packed full of really useful tips on how to minimise using plastic in your everyday life. And if you actually take a stop and look how much there is, because just sort of connecting the dots here, the reason why we're having a drought is because of all the greenhouse gases. And for 99.9% of the population of the world know that the reason we're having climate change is because of the increase of human activity. And a massive reason for that is greenhouse gas emission. So creating plastics, creating stuff, using electricity, coal, all that kind of stuff, these are all contributing factors to which then creates a dry landscape with drought, which then creates the ability to have massive bushfires. Just thought I'd So for me, it's about how do we minimise using non-recyclable things, um, most importantly, to go into landfill, but then also how do we recycle properly and how do you shop ethically? And the other blog that I've used um, or gone to is Rogue Ginger. So this is a gorgeous woman and she talks about all the things. She lives, I think, plastic-free. Yeah, I've been... And I can't say I'm plastic-free, I'll Mm. be honest with you, but I'm living relatively minimally without plastic. I would say as much reusable as possible. Well, and I think that as soon as it's absolutely extreme, then it puts people off. So I think the more people can kind of um, adapt some some of these kind of new habits into their lives, the more likely it's going to be... That's the word, it's habit, and it's also the thought process. So... Where I am today compared to, let's say, 10 years ago. Like 10 years ago, I would have not even thought about Like I would have felt bad it. and I would try and recycle as much. I've always tried to recycle, but I would never think about not having a coffee yeah. that's in a once-use um, disposable cup or bottled water or that kind of thing. I would never think twice. But now I went to a conference on Tuesday and I just went, no, I'm not going to have the Mentos because yeah. it's little plastic. That's I don't right. want yeah. to contribute. Yeah, don't buy the water. So it's taken a while. So I think rather than going, oh, it's all too hard, if we all just did one thing, one thing better... Yeah, it would all make a difference. Yeah, and the kids get on board. It becomes Absolutely. a bit of a challenge in the house, and oh, it's just my a daughter fun... has just become like the bushfire expert. She's on the website every day. She's telling me how many particles PM. I yeah, think I it is. getting. Yeah, getting the message. She's like, how much? She goes, you know, it's up to thirty-four cigarettes a day, mum. And I'm like, wow. Feels goes, like that. I feel like I've had. She a gives pack. me the update over breakfast. Right, these are where the fires are. And like literally before breakfast, she'll like tell me the map. I feel like I need. I'm in the bomb at home in the Bureau of Meteorology, and she shows me what's going on. She's on the internet. She's showing me the fires and what's going on. She's all across it, not from a fear perspective. She's fascinated by the extremity of what's going it's on. Very extreme. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. the haze is just. And the face masks apparently do nothing. So well, you've got to get the. Uh, I think you've got to get the, the ones with the actual ventilator on it. Two, so, yeah, yeah PM two or whatever it is. And yeah, they so. don't have any for children. Right. Yeah, we're stuffed. We're stuffed. Much. So <laughs> if everyone does one thing different, and and there's also the COP twenty five going on at the moment in Madrid, which is I can't remember what it stands for, which is really sad, and I'm sorry I should have researched that, but it's basically the continuance of the Paris Treaty from twenty fifteen about. Um, what nations are going to be doing to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and America is still there. But if Trump comes back in, they're out of Paris. But if he doesn't get back in, they'll probably get back in. So fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. 
we know which way we want it to go. Yeah, and I think what the other thing you? I just wanted to add to that, so that's kind of like on the micro front, which yes. adds up to macro, obviously, yes. with everybody. But just a couple of other things. Um, so I have been a member of the Australian Conservation Foundation since I was 15 oh, when I got very upset about chlorofluorocarbons, which oh, have since CFCs. been banned. CFCs. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, I remember that the phone oh, yeah, so that was kind sprays. of the beginning of the concerns mm-hmm. about the ozone layer. And I remember I started a little petition at my school. But um, that, so I, the thing that I think is really important is that lobby groups are very powerful. The coal industry has them. And I think that the, the green movement and the environment, the climate change movement needs to get a little bit corporate about how they approach these problems and start lobbying in the way that those industries have. And there's already these organisations that are very skilled um, and uh, have a good uh, membership base. And if we add our voices to those and our financial support to them, then they can do the work better. And so I think that's no small thing is to be part of those organisations. So, you know, being a paid up member, it's not expensive. Families can be a member. And they are the ones putting pressure on the government to make change and spreading the word. So we 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 spoke about the Wilderness Society. um, But the Australian Conservation Foundation has a strong voice and they're very um, impressive how they operate. So I, I think... Add your voice, yep. p- support financially, yep. um, and that—that's the bigger they are, the, yeah. the stronger the influence. Like Get Up as well, which was hugely influential when I read the hugely um, book uh, "How Powerful We Are" about political activism in our la- that I talked about in our last podcast. Yeah, Get Up was a massive in- impact in in changing the. Um, the Marriage Equality Act, and um, yeah, uh, there's there's a number of lobbying groups that are starting to become more prominent. But I think yep, yeah, definitely it, yeah. the concert, yeah. and I think the more that becomes be a mainstream um, movement yeah. and not well, look um, at what it's like in Europe. You know, it's yeah. the, the way how green they that, are. That has yeah, we're we're really behind. But so you know, Sydney, I think I can't remember by when. I'll, I'll write it in the show notes. But we're meant to be as the city of Sydney that is. Um, the CBD and immediate surrounds. It's meant to be completely um, zero carbon emissions, and it's meant to be like some kind of yeah, like amazing. Yeah, and they do have like it's really impressive with the cycleways. I think yeah. they've got a three million trees by twenty thirty to but cool the city. There's there's initiatives there, but it needs to. We need yeah. momentum. So we need the voices need to join together. So I so thought oh, it might be good with our with our bubblers. We could start a petition even for like no um, New Z fireworks for starters, and put that money to the Royal um, Fire Service, for yeah, example. Exactly. I mean, yeah. who wants to have a fireworks right now, which probably will be banned? Much. Yes, but yeah, it feels very wrong. Yeah, because it is it's only yeah, a few weeks it out. It is pretty New catastrophic. Z, scary. Just, yes, but it is. All right, well, that's our environmental um, yes. uh, piece. for the, yes. But I think we should keep that conversation going. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think it's important that people feel like this. And it'd be great to hear from our bubblers to hear yeah. if there's anything that you're doing or any organisations that you're supporting to help us um, and help our community to, to know how we can, what we can do individually because it's not all lost. No. And that's the whole thing about the COP25 that they're saying that, you know, essentially... It's, it's not all doom and gloom. There are a lot of things that we can do differently. There are a lot of things as organisations and, and companies, sorry, not organisations, as countries, but they're also individually what we can be doing. And we do need to change the way that we, we do. live. It's not it's, sustainable. No, yeah. Yeah. it's not. Yeah. So um, there's lots that we can do.
I agree. So now on the out of the bubble experience, yes, yes. what's been going on now? Um, I went. Um, well, it's a little bit dated in that I did this about a month ago pre bushfires, but I went camping. Oh. So I thought I'd just throw that in because yeah. that was very out of the bubble. I forgot that. No, I forgot to mention it when we've done our last two. Um, and it was beautiful. Absolutely loved it. And I really, um, what I love about camping is, well, firstly, there was no reception where we were. So that was Brilliant. great. Not great if you, I guess, can find camp, uh, camping while there's bushfires around. But it, it, there wasn't, but it was fine. And um, But it was beautiful and it was quiet. And it was through school and it was all the, like, just kids and parents and whatnot. And it was just heaven swimming and was in the that lake. the colo river yeah oh, and it's just spot. it's just great for it's a couple a of days spot. just to get out and you're just chilling out and meeting new people but i just love the nature for me yeah, nature yeah. just resets me even two days reconnecting swimming love it yes yeah so and i yeah it's really interesting isn't it how it's hidden from us day to day but you get out and you just think oh this is this mm-hmm. feels like where we're supposed to be not in westfield no god no <laughs> And avoid that place if I can, but it's an evil necessity sometimes of going into a shopping centre and going into all these inside things. But yeah, being in nature is it's so important, just yeah. especially with kids. Like kids need that slowness and lack of structure. Yeah, and it's and amazing. Really None of them had phones because every parent said no, no um, tablets or whatever phones, device. devices. And subsequently, all the kids, you know what they. They made up stuff, playing with sticks and ropes and creating things and swimming and swinging off ropes and diving into the pool or the pool into the river and riding bikes with each other and running around and giggling and laughing and playing cards. And I was like, oh, heaven. And afterwards, I had my son and his friend on the way back and they were both commenting on how nice it was just to switch off. Yeah, and how terrible that we've got to this point where that children, is now something children. we've got to they're, they're just doing what they're supposed to do but it's kind of been shut off by the so i will be with school holidays just around the corner re-implementing our ever infamous famous um screen free days screen free days so they, yeah. they're not allowed on yeah. even the older child who's you know snapchat and whatever like yeah, insane there's behind. no screen right let yeah. everyone know he'll be offline for this 24-hour period Yes, well, and everyone's my, we my, don't argue. My it's youngest so child, nice. bless him, asked if we could have um, screen-free days in the holiday. Oh, because bless. and for, because he wants to play, and the older ones are on their phones or screens. Oh. So he so he wants everyone off. I said, great, done, love it, do it. But if there's no phones, what I love about it is they just know. And they've got just warning. Like I said, two second. days time, screen free day. Yep. And they just know. Yeah, and they just they, don't even think about it. No, yeah. there's no arguments. They end up playing and doing stuff and being outside more and just, yeah. and oh, I think so they, much better. I love the, um, those, if they ever sound bored, you go, yep, great, exactly. Be bored. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. You don't always need to be entertained. Mission accomplished. And they yeah. kind of go, oh, Creativity. walk off. <laughs> Yeah, creativity, you know, comes out of that boredom. It's wonderful. It's amazing. No, it yes. so is. I know. So what else uh, have you so what, got Okay, so What about your out-of-the-bubble um, experience? Yeah, so a couple of things I have uh, encountered. So I don't know if you follow, you caught the Fitzroy Diaries Series 1 on ABC Listen. No. So this is a beautiful... Oh, I just love it. It's about uh, eight or ten short episodes, mm. and she's a... ABC TV, mm, ABC radio, radio yeah. um, which and she's a Melbourne writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she writes a monthly column now in the Big Issue too, which is also oh, yeah. the same kind of genre. So it's kind of whimsical and um, 
So she lives in Fitzroy. Which I love. She's a fiction. It was kind of creates a fictional character. And okay. she creates a little fictional world, probably based on real people. Yeah. Uh, but a little narrative structure emerges. So each evening nice. she goes for a walk in her neighbourhood with yeah. her... In the first series, her baby in a little baby pouch. Aww. And then in the second series, which I've just listened to, the, the, a little toddler now. And so Aww. she's encountering the neighbours yeah. in the neighbourhood. And there's a kind of a mystery in the first one um, who's weeing on the back lane fence. <laughs> and they start to try and work out. They've got a similar structure in the second <laughs> series where the, there's a property Aww. developer who's moved into his own development, which he can't get rented out due to some reason and so they're sort of speculating on what sort of character he is and is he oh, responsible for dobbing in the neighbour some kind of local mystery but it's lovely there. so she's kind of created this kind of narrative arc out of out of her evening walks oh, and beautiful. it's just lovely and um i guess it's kind of like a little radio play with a single voice but it's She's got the characters' voices coming in in different actors' voices, oh, and there's a nice little soundtrack. So it's beautifully it produced. Like how Fleabag was started with that right, whole yeah, yeah. Sort of monologue with all these characters with other voices and, coming but in. She ran the whole thing. Yeah, so it's kind of it's and because it's ABC funded, it's been produced in a really professional way. So it's not, um, it's not like our podcast. <laughs> Our podcast is very professional. Very Liz. special on the phone. Uh, so we that, have I like music it. at the beginning, at the end. We have a trailer. We do. We do. If you haven't listened, we just did a new trailer last we week. Trailer. You can have a listen. We're getting there. And we've got we're very professional. Don't undersell us. <laughs> okay, so um, so please listen to Fitzroy Diaries. Yes. I love that one. Um, and I have just started watching and haven't finished, but this was something I'd recorded ages ago. This is Michael Moore's "Who Shall We Invade Next." And he goes to different countries and takes their best sort of social, uh, I guess it's kind of social engineering yeah. uh, policies and wants to bring them back to America. So right. he starts off in Italy and they have a two-hour lunch and eight weeks off paid a year and oh. interviews all these company directors who say, well, why wouldn't you do that? Because yeah. everyone's happy and they work yeah. harder, they don't have sick days. And yeah. then he goes to France and looks at the the school lunches oh, and the little fantastic. children he's showing them pictures of american school lunches and they're going what this isn't food how do they eat that that's not healthy no. <laughs> these outraged seven-year-olds um Crazy. so that's i haven't finished that but that's oh that sounds fantastic awesome. so that and um then a few books on the go but oh what have you been uh so in the my, media front um my i'll start with the best and then we'll yeah, yeah we're always start from the best start from the high point so I watched a fantastic thing on iview called Total Control with Deborah Mailman and Rachel Griffiths. Rachel Griffiths is the Prime Minister. Okay, and this Deborah is on my Mailman, view list. Yeah, this is you will want to watch this. Um, it's about politics, Indigenous politics, Canberra, uh, so federal politics, and just how it all works and just how it doesn't actually work. Um, it's and there's a bit of a mystery in there, and it's really brilliantly done. I think she just won an award she last did, night yeah. for this actor role, award or the actor something. award, and um, it is a fantastic. Um, she's basically becomes this um, uh, a minister unexpectedly because uh, some some scandal or something happened to the minister for her area, and the prime minister and. Um, finds her because she stands up to um, a violent partner of this woman who kind of gets run over but not really she gets hit by her partner's car and the guy comes out with the gun and she just basically tells him to back off and she loved her fearlessness the prime minister loved Deborah Malman's okay. character's fearlessness 
um, probably love the political element of that. It's an indigenous woman um, in, uh, I, think so, I think it's set in far north Queensland. Um, anyway, it's brilliantly done because it's quite a raw, realistic look at indigenous communities, um, what it's like for her to suddenly become a minister, go to Canberra, you know, you see this transition from the beginning to then. It's only like eight or nine episodes, but it's excellent. Oh, good. Okay, excellent so that's on my, that's queued up on so my that list. Is still yeah. there. I'm still watching Years and Years. Still recommend yeah, okay, it. I know you're right. you yeah, but I scared. think we I'm definitely need to look at that. Um, watched Laundromat. Okay. Which is on Netflix. Yes, so that, that came up as a sort of like suggested viewing. So it's got Meryl Streep in it, Antonio Banderas, um, a few other famous faces in there. Um, it was a bit of a late night insomnia, can't really sleep watch. It was perfect for that. I don't think it's one of those probably movies where they had to fulfill a contractual obligation oh, okay. for a movie. Right. But it is oh, it's basically okay. about a fraudulent um, group of companies and how they do shelf companies and how they wrought the system and insurance and all of that. And it does uncover like the incredible hypocrisy of laws and regulations and things like that. But at the same time, it's still good. Like it's probably, I wouldn't say it's crap crap, but it's kind of light on the lighter fluffy side. Yeah, okay. It's not like that full on in depth kind of, um, um, what's, uh, the, there's a movie out that I really want to see um, by Pedro. I'm not, I can never yeah, pronounce it. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Dovara. Yeah, okay. I think and we better go to that because that's that, the, that looks so that's incredible. quality. It's intense. It's deep in all the rest, which Antonio Banderas is often in, um, uh, along with a few others. So it's still good, but yeah, because you want something you can't turn off, and yeah. you want to just roll on in so that it yeah, doesn't tick that box anymore. And it's just a movie. Yeah. So oh, is it? Like right, a 90 okay. Minute kind okay. I of, thought it was a series. No. Okay. But a series I did watch which um, was highly recommended to me by two people but it's a bit sci-fi so I don't know if you're mm. going to like it. You probably mm. won't and in fact it's a bit dark. Mm. So it's called The Away. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's only one season because there's a very clean ending. It's about these people who are trapped by a man, a bit of a mad scientist, um, who's trying to find out what happens in the afterlife and how you have near-death experiences, though they end up terming it NDEs. Okay. And he creates this scenario where he... waned completely. Yeah, he sort of does these situations where he kind of... Not kill... Well, I guess he kills them, but then brings them back to life, and they all keep surviving. So no one technically dies as such, but it's just how he plays with them. And it's a bit of a psychological thriller. I really... It was really weird, but... You've got to like the genre. You've got to like the kind of... It, it's not my usual, let's yeah, put it that okay. way. Having yes, a little yeah. bit more time on my hands leans me to doing that. But I do <laughs> want to actually do a quick call out to Kirsten Ferguson. She um, has a book out with um, Catherine Fox called Womankind, and she put us on her... Oh, got new... another bookshelf. Ah, there you go. Realise the connection. There you go. Um, and um, Catherine was actually at this conference that I ran on Tuesday. Um, so it's called Leading Content, and we're in it. Yes! Yay! So Media. she's doing this, um, I think it's, is it monthly? Yeah, I think it's a monthly newsletter of what to read, watch, and listen to. And I've subscribed. You have? Yes. Excellent. And it's via LinkedIn. So yes. we'll put a, a link to it for everyone. And basically, um, it's really interesting things, a bit like what we do, but just very much on a simpler structure, but really great content of what to read, watch, and listen to. Um, there's something like the anxious, uh, anxious ambition or something on of 
got it ready to listen to and a few others um 10 percent happier there's some really interesting okay stuff. Yeah. and we're in there that's out of great. the bubble that's is so in good there. that's so nice and thank you for yes. including us yes that's um fantastic well i think we should wrap up on the 30 minute mark but i just want to give a quick um so holiday reads i just finished the lost flowers of alice hart oh. australian writer can't remember no you'll add it i will i'll add it to the <laughs> um, show notes so that's a good holiday read yes. um nice little story um I like how you're doing a holiday read pre-holiday. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, it's for the listeners. I've got to to give them the holiday read. Excellent. Um, So that's that's nice. Uh, Kind of some serious... There's pretty serious themes in it, but not written in a depressing way. It's a little human story, but she comes out of a sort of traumatic childhood Mm. and finds her way. One of those. A journey story. But through um, through this kind of outback and, um, yeah, in Aboriginal cultural themes but Ooh, I like that. yeah so so really nice read like that and i've just started fight like a girl clementine <gasps> ford which i, I think you've read so, so i'm keen to hear what you yeah think. and i'm only a few chapters in um Powerful. and yeah but really engaging and i just really like the fact that she's sort of talking so openly about her own kind of experience oh, absolutely. of girlhood and womanhood and growing up and um just interesting how that really informs how people then yeah say the world because yeah i think it's i think it's really interesting so let's talk about the next one because i've finished it yes Um, i do like her in the sense that she and i don't necessarily agree with everything everything she's ever said but i do in uh, appreciate her frankness and her openness about topics that often are swept under the carpet or not necessarily addressed and she will push people the wrong way but i really like her like she's so bold yeah the boldness is is brilliant it is it is so i'm really excited to hear yeah so and it's really the sort of book that you can just dive into i mean it really is she talks so frankly about her upbringing and so on so yep loving that so far um so i think that's the reading god yeah i have to shyly say that i didn't really um have anything this week for reading because I've just been doing lots of other stuff. Um, a bit of a reading slump, but I'll get back. We've into got the it. holidays to catch up. Now, are yeah. we doing? I think we've got one more before the holidays. Yes, yeah, got one more before the holidays, so and then um, so I'm just going to tell you on the uh, accountability front. Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm on my fifty-first book for yes. the year, so I've got. Uh, yeah. So. I think I, I can. I do it. I think I can do it. Slam through three a week. Yeah, because yeah, three to four. Maybe in that small Christmas ones. New Year might get break, you might just... Greta Thunberg has that thin one, <laughs> that little book that I was talking about the other day. Might get The Little Prince. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So have I, I do have prince? some kind of minimum standards for myself, but I'm not picking out the, the, fat, I'm not picking is, out the fat books is off actually, the shelf. That's like classic. So. Oh, yeah. So that's sort of fable. So that, that ticks that's, the box. That's like classic. So. Yeah. So I'll do... Uh, and then I can, we can publish the list. We can. I can, I can highlight the be best, best of... So, I might actually start doing that um, going forward because you've done this since when? 98. I've got the book here no. in my hand. So, and oh. it's quite funny. We're just laughing about the ups and downs. We go first child, book reading shot up because I was up all night. Well, mine was the opposite. <laughs> mine went zero because I couldn't zero. even hold a, attention to a book, let, let alone like a thought. <laughs> yeah, and there seems to be a correlation between Netflix, the first Netflix <laughs> subscription and reading. But I am noticing Stop how off. much more. It's coming so is up. that increase of insomnia maybe? <laughs> yeah, it also goes hand in hand with insomnia. <laughs> 
suddenly <laughs> reading more because you got more time at night. Funny that. Oh God, there's a thesis thing. in the books read. There is. Books there read is. For there is actually um, just as a quick side note. There is a very famous philosopher, and she actually passed away. I think this year, a Hungarian philosopher. She used to publish her book, like her reading list, and it would get. So I think it was through. Not New York Times, but someone would publish her reading list every year. And this is what she read, because she's such a famous um, uh, philosopher. Her name's Agnes Heller, Hungarian, but she, she, like I said, she only recently passed away. She was like 90-something. She's a bit like the Ruth Gaden, um, Ada Ginsburg kind of era of like incredible genius and um, doing amazing things. And she has a book list that she would write every year and get published. So it's kind of interesting, the book list, because if you find someone, sort of what you do informally amongst your friends, if you find someone that likes the um, same books as you, yeah. the Venn diagram of uh, <laughs> reading tastes, <laughs> then you, it's great to have the list because yes. you, it's easy. You just dip in and yes. get it. If they don't read the same things, then it's not helpful. But, um, yes. yeah, so I think, I think the reading list idea is great so just so, one last thing on that and i know we're running out of time but just on that we um i did my clothes swap um uh, yes a couple yeah. of weeks ago which was awesome and so so many people came with clothes and we swapped them so just the environmental twinge just to sort of fresh that fresh um but we're going to do a book swap as well right year, okay so. we'll have a very big pile to contribute yes <laughs> so i've been exactly. saving just for the just for this especially exactly now um for our lovely bubblers and for our welcome to our new bubblers to our community just so you know um our show notes are available on our website which is www.outofthebubble.com.au you can also listen to previous episodes um on itunes please like subscribe leave a review five out of five as we always say and thank you to everyone who has done that um we've got our instagram and facebook page where we share photos which we'll need to do one yep. from today as a behind the scenes yay um and um and if there's any suggestions that you guys have about what we can be doing to improve the world around us please share that on start facebook and start a conversation yeah. we'd love to hear from you that'd so, be great yeah. so next week now let's do best of the year yes. Ooh, and best of. i also I like think we need to chat about some goals for 2020 and getting out of the bubble my new one is exercise because uh trainer nice. i've trained with for years is leaving the country oh. and so but i'm thinking well that's a good opportunity to do something new and you've so, always done different yeah. things you've gone from crossfit to running to ballet this to, i know i never came but i think that i think bar. we I sort of delve into some new things maybe a different thing each week but maybe anyway we that's explore that together a, i think we should I yeah so should. Some, like some goals for next year for some really getting out of our comfort zone I'm and liking that episode the best 13. Of year. finish the year on episode 13. Beautiful. Love I it. I like it. Have fun. All right. Yes. We'll see you next week, guys. And uh, get your pens ready for your lists for next year. Awesome. See you later. Bye. Bye.